0: from the depths of hell in Northeast Ohio. Join us as we destroy minds and reap souls with the films and music that set us on our paths of darkness. Prepare yourselves for the horror of it all.
1: Hey, everybody. Kip and Jason back for the Horror of It All podcast. I know it's been a very, very long time. Personal issues, nothing bad, but some personal issues kept us from getting back at it as fast as we'd like, but we promise we'll be here a lot, a lot more uh, often than we were before. Hope everybody had a great Halloween. Uh, Thanksgiving's coming up. To me, it's still the fall season. That's why tonight's episode will be uh, a little bit of a revisit to what we did the first time, sticking with the Halloween theme.
0: Yeah, new information coming up this time. Yeah,
1: we're not going to spend a whole lot of time, obviously, talking about the, 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 the original movie and the history of the franchise. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a lot about the new timeline, obviously. But yeah, since that last episode, man... A lot of stuff is hit the, has hit online. Uh, a twenty second video that uh, Bloomhouse themselves put out on Halloween, a little treat for the fans. I saw a twenty second
0: one. I saw like a one that was like a minute mm-hmm. long. The, the
1: minute one, I think they just added a lot of photos that yeah. had already been dropped. You know, weeks before. Yeah. But speaking of those photos, uh, just 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 a lot to take in that they you know they didn't put you know there haven't been a lot but what has come out has has really made me excited for for the direction of the, of the next film and, and and the one after and just a lot to crack open and get into so you know we're going to be talking timeline and flashbacks and and, and all sorts of craziness that this movie has in store mm-hmm. um, but before we get into that let's you know maybe talk a little bit about what we've what we've seen recently and, and maybe, uh, you know, what, what's coming out. We're excited for anything, anything you've watched recently, Kip, that you want to oh, give a shout out to good or bad.
0: Jeez. I don't know, man. Um, you know, I, I've always been on a seventies and eighties horror action kicks. So. That is up your wheelhouse. <laughs> so it's like anything that, um, you name it. I, I don't know. Nothing really sticks out. Um, I think we did see the newest John Wick after months of not watching it. Yeah, and then we finally. Yeah, you're kind of bringing the up the rear on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, listen. You know, it's worth watching. It's worth waiting for. I suppose.
0: No, it was good. Um, I
1: love I love the little world that those filmmakers have created with that. This John it seemed
0: Wick. like it's like I remember telling you it seemed kind of like, uh, just kind of a a, a middle movie between. It was just him, kind of getting like you think that part four is really going to be where the big story is. Yeah, this one was definitely. more just him running, kind of, kind of a holdover, like holding you over until part four. But it was still really good. As um, far as anything else goes, um, I, 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 I will tell you, I've tried watching some of the older Bond flicks. I, I can't do it, dude. I can't.
1: Well, you know, I'm am a Bond fanatic, um, but no, I love but, Daniel but Craig. You're right. No, oh well, you know how the I'm, Daniel he's, Craig he's my stuff. Favorite.
0: Yeah, the Daniel Craig stuff holds up. I think it's phenomenal. Um,
1: the older ones are are, are worth Well, I'm going to rephrase that. I I can't watch a Roger Moore Bond film anymore. They're just they're just laughably bad. Yeah, they're just over the top silly. And I'm sorry, I, I just don't think Roger Moore was a very good Bond. And the same thing with Pierce Brosnan.
0: What about Timothy Dalton?
1: I like Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton, in my opinion, is the third best Bond. Um, I can't watch Pierce Brosnan's Bond films anymore for the same reason. A, I don't think he was a very good Bond. And B, they're just so over the top yeah. and so unbelievable.
0: Mm-hmm. So, but,
1: but I can watch... Sean Connery Bond films. And I should I, I no. I should
0: admit. Those. I should admit. It, we were kind of doing the Roger Moore, even Timothy Dalton. The the, the Living Daylights was just it, some. It dude, it was just embarrassing.
1: Well, the the great thing about they've done with with the Daniel Craig Bonds, in my opinion, and, and probably the reason why he he's it might be somewhat blasphemous to say, but he, he's my favorite Bond right now is is they've kind of grounded them. In some semblance of reality. Now, granted, it's still James Bond, so things are going to happen that, that you know, aren't really ever going to be able to happen in real life, people. Uh, but it, they still seem grounded in some sort of reality. Um, and the fact that James Bond is just, he looks, acts, and is a badass in, in, in the Daniel Craig movies. Yeah. Whereas a lot of, you know, with Roger Moore and and Pierce Brosnan, I, I think, you know, you, you kind of got the feeling that if it wasn't for cues, a little gadgets and tricks, mm-hmm. you know, James Bond would just be a quivering mass of flesh <laughs> in the corner. Uh, but with Daniel Craig, you get the feeling that he really doesn't need all those things. Yeah, they're kind of great and they can get him out of a, uh, get him out of a, a a tight situation, but for the most part, he just relies on his ability to beat your ass, Mm -hmm. and uh, I appreciate that in a a Bond film.
0: I guess some of the other ones I I did watch, um, an old uh, Joe Don Baker film called Mitchell from the 70s, Uh, Judgment Night, Emilio Estevez, amazing soundtrack.
1: I'm a closet Judgment Night fan. That movie gets hated on... You know, the movie so rolls, much. man. It's I, so much I fun. i not like that movie? Dennis Leary, such a sneering, sniveling asshole of a bad guy. He's <laughs> great.
0: Um, yeah, I watched uh, The Gauntlet, some old you know, Clint Eastwood, The mm-hmm. Gauntlet, Dirty mm-hmm. Harry. Um, you know, stuff like that. What about you?
1: Well, you know what? I, rather than go over a, a long list of things that I've seen, I want to take a minute to talk about one thing. That I've seen recently, in the good and the bad that surrounded it, and that was Doctor Sleep. Um, first, first thing, it was it was a fantastic movie, um, scary, but not jump scary. You know, mm-hmm. Mike Flanagan, great filmmaker. He didn't go in for the jump scares, or, or you know, the the, the 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 scares were from a feeling of dread. And just, just an ominous feeling from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. Fantastic. Uh, you know, the film of the year so far, in my opinion. The
0: That is being for. This is a sequel to. Well,
1: and, and, and therein lies an, an even bigger compliment to Mike Flanagan. He was given the task of creating a sequel to not only. The film, The Shining, Stanley Kubrick's film, The Shining, but Stephen King's book, The Shining. And if you know, if you're listening out there, if you know anything about the two, they are incredibly different mm-hmm. to the point where Stephen King has been on record for years as not liking Stanley Kubrick's film. Didn't like it, didn't get it. And and I, to a large extent, I agree with where Stephen King is coming from, although I'm, I'm a fan of the film. Stephen King wrote a sequel, Dr. Sleep, to The Shining, mm-hmm. but he wrote a sequel to his the book novel, yeah. The Shining. Nothing Not to, the to film do to the, the with the film. So Mike Flanagan was given the task of creating a film out of this novel, Dr. Sleep, and taking that to the screen and basically creating two sequels into one and melding them together. A sequel to Stephen King's novel and Stanley Kubrick's film, and he did a fantastic job. I mean, who's the lead? He couldn't have done this? a better job. Who's the lead character? Danny the, Torrance, the boy. No, I mean, from the, the, Shining, the lead actor, the actor, you uh, and
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Outstanding cast.
0: Does uh, he plays? He, Danny he, Torrance. He plays
1: Dan, Danny Torrance, okay. and, and he he's fantastic. Here's the bad news.
0: I take it Scatman Carruthers isn't in this film. He one. is
1: not in it, but they found an actor who oh, really? You know Mike Flanagan made a really conscious choice with this and, and he's he's talked about it in interviews. A lot of old characters are back in this film. Mm-hmm. Um it you know the, the film begins in you know in the eighties, you know, right after what happened at the Overlook. And he was faced with, with a decision. We can digitally create the actors that played these parts before, mm-hmm. so we can you know we can digitally recreate Scatman Crothers. We can digitally recreate Jack Nicholson. We can digitally recreate um, the 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 name of the actress who played Wendy Torrance escapes me, um, and we could digitally re- recreate the young Shelley actor. Duvall. Uh, was is it Shelley Duvall? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, and and digitally recreate the the young. Boy who played The original Danny Torrance He didn't go that route
0: uh, Yeah that's a good idea Because I don't like Well he brought in new people They did that with The new Star Wars The newer yeah. With yeah, 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 I'm not, well, not really into that
1: He brought in new actors and, and you know It's kind of a tough sell I mean he's not He's not Recasting parts From an independent film That 30 people saw Yeah In a midnight showing He's re, he's recasting Iconic
0: roles mm-hmm.
1: And they did a fantastic job. The actor that played scat, the, that played the you know Scatman Crothers, well, fantastic. Henry Thomas from ET fame, the little boy from ET, mm-hmm. he played Jack Torrance. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you obviously it wasn't Jack Nicholson. What a great job! You know, just no, just a fantastic good. job. The bad news is, and I'm going to reprimand the horror community a little bit. The film made no money. Mm-hmm. You know, to what it. You know, what in today's numbers would would be a success. It's probably, especially opening weekend, probably would have been more on the bomb scale than than a success. That's
0: a shame. It is a
1: crying shame because basically what the movie going public has just told Hollywood is we don't want intelligent, thought-provoking horror films We just want eye candy. We want an hour and a half of remakes or sequels or unimaginative crap. And we'll go see that. And and you know what, people? If that's what you want, that's what you're going to get. And if you don't want that, then you have to get to the theater and support a film like Mm -hmm. Doctor Sleep. Or a film that came out a few months before that called Ready or Not. You have to, which also wasn't a success. You have to get to the theater and support these films. Go support smart, imaginative, intelligent horror films that that aren't named it.
0: I think a lot of the problem is with the internet now. It's kind of like music where there's no surprises anymore. There's so much information that comes out about a film before it's even released. It seems like it's the the myth, like the, the mysticism or, or uh, that feeling you get, that excitement, it's almost completely taken away. I know people that when they go to listen to music, um, was it you that said the new King Diamond? Or no, it was my, my buddy Rob mm-hmm. in Canada. Um, I said, hey, the new King Diamond track's out. Are you going to check it out? He said, no, I refuse. I'm not getting online. I don't want to hear it. I don't even want to see what it's called. I want the album to come out, and I want to go to the store and buy it like I did in the 80s. I appreciate that. And that's... I appreciate that. If, I'd like
1: to do it that way yeah. myself.
0: And, and, I mean, we're both guilty of, as soon as it comes out, we, we got to hear it.
1: Sometimes it's unavoidable. It, even the if,
0: difference is, is that we're the kind of fans that we're still going to go. Right. And buy right. it because there's there's people out there that'll listen to the new King Diamond track and not even go buy the well, album.
1: And you know, listen, and that's a shame. Well, even if I wanted to avoid listening to it online, mm-hmm. you can do that. Liquid Metal on Sirius, they were playing it at ten in the morning the yeah. day it was released online. So I mean, again, that, I, I, don't can the station, but, that, I don't mind as much. But yeah,
0: I don't mind as much because it's kind of like. It's kind of like a preview, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I guess when it comes to movies, there's so much that comes out. That's why I like when we talk about these new Halloween flicks. There wasn't a lot that came out about the 2018 Halloween. There were stills, there was like... But there really wasn't a whole lot that just completely destroyed the vibe. All all you knew was it's taking place after part one. All the other ones don't exist
1: the best decision they could they that was yeah. ever made with that franchise
0: and i think that there's too much sometimes they they jam things down people's throats way too much and
1: well the thing about the the new halloween film I, you know there's a built-in fan base for that mm-hmm. there's guys our age who grew up with the original guys like me who i mean that's their that was their favorite movie when they were a kid mm-hmm. they're in their 40s now it's still their favorite movie and then those people They have kids of their own now. Mm -hmm. And those kids have grown up in a household where every Halloween you carved your pumpkins, you put them on the front porch, you made your popcorn, you sat in the living room, you turned off the lights, and you watched Halloween with mom and dad. Mm -hmm. So now those kids are teenagers. They're going to go see it because they grew up on it. Yeah. So
0: That's kind of what we're trying to do with our kids. I I know with with Wyatt, my nine-year-old, we... um, couldn't do it with my seven year old yet, but no, no, uh, got together. We watched uh, Evil Dead 2. Perfect, up. absolutely and loved it. that's
1: actually a great film to break them in on because, yeah, there's it's it's, it's scary, it's, it's but cartoon it's, gore, yeah, and it's it's funny, it's kind of slapstick. It's basically a cartoon, a live action exactly. cartoon, exactly, but there is a scary vibe to it. You know, I took my I kind of did it in reverse with my youngest who's 12, he was 11. um... But I I took him to the theaters to see Halloween 2018 on Halloween night 2018. And that was the first Halloween that he saw. And I, I know I kind of made a mistake there. But he was really, really amped to see it. But I made up for it because this year, 2019, I took him to the theater to see a special release of the original Halloween that They, you know, every know. year I, they I release I wanted to go so badly, and I understand. And I took him, and and he loved it, and it was special. I mean, it was literally it was a, a me and him and two other people not associated with us. They were on the other side of the theater, but four people in this theater, and the and on um, you know October twenty fourth, whatever it was, nine thirty at night, watching the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, forty one years later. And I'm, and to me, it's like the first time. Every time I see it, it's like the first time I see it. First time he saw it, he couldn't have, you know. But because of, of me and growing up in a house where there's, you know, Halloween movie posters framed, mm-hmm. in, you know, hanging above the TV since he was a baby and things like that. His and he he was that was the first thing he was ever really interested in of daddies, mm-hmm. you know, either you know Ohio State football or Halloween. Uh, So now he's a fan for life. So those kind of films have that built-in audience. And when they do them right, they're going to keep that audience coming back. Mm -hmm. A film like Dr. Sleep, I understand maybe there's not a built-in audience for that. But it doesn't matter. If you're a horror fan and you have enough disposable income to go to a movie once or twice a month... You have to get out and support these films because if you don't, they will stop making them. Mm-hmm. And all we're going to get is spoon-fed to us PG-13 regurgitated garbage over and over and over. you mean like the,
0: the new... Uh the new Black Christmas that's coming out. You know, I, PG-13, it's this time I, the women fight back. I'm I, just like...
1: I like Blumhouse. I, I like Jason... Is Blumhouse like Jason doing Blum. it? Yeah, it's, it's, oh, a, it's a Blumhouse God. film. And I like Jason... And I like Jason Blum uh, a lot, in fact. And, and I think he's had more hits than he's had misses. Um, Halloween 2018, definitely one of them. I, I don't know about this... I, I don't understand why it's why, why they're putting it out under the Black Christmas moniker, because it looks as though it has nothing to do in yeah. common with the original. from Well, there's, 70, there's no
0: way with seventy four. I think seventy four. There's no way. Amazing that.
1: movie. The, I mean, the the original remake to, to to Black Christmas is is complete trash anyway, and that came out what. Sometime in the 2000s, not even worth remembering. It was so bad. But at least that one had the basic same storyline. You know, I I, I guess I'm a traditionalist or purist in the sense that if you're going to remake something, you're going to carry that name. It at least has to bear some passing resemblance to what you're remaking. And listen, I could be wrong, but from what we're seeing in the trailers, this has honestly nothing.
0: I mean, it's just another one of these films that'll literally just disappear into the ether. I I will never watch it. I don't need to see it. The original is so... Which I actually just watched with... uh, my wife.
1: Nice. I'll um, be watching it Christmas Day like I do every year. We
0: watched it around <laughs> Halloween. She'd never seen it. Mm. and
1: Wish I was here for that. I would have liked to have been here for that.
0: Everything about the movie, if you haven't seen it, not going to give the ending away. Every, everything about it the phone calls, the end, everything. When you start to think about things, it re- it really messes with you. Oh, it's a creepy movie. Yeah. The cast, first of all, John Saxon, otherwise known as Carmine Rico, <laughs> love John Saxon.
1: Yeah, yeah, very, very but underrated. Margot Kidder before she
0: went uh, completely and utterly insane. Oh, Her poor character poor cracks guy. me up in the movie too. Yeah, well, um, well, she, who's the, the, the main... drunken rich girl? Olivia Hussey. Oh, Olivia Hussey. Yeah, so hot. Yeah, she was. Um, she
1: was. Quite, Art quite is it Art Art Hindle. Art Hindle, yeah. Hindle, yeah, he's he played, the boyfriend. He played, he played the, the boyfriend of the missing girl, who ended up not being missing, but I'm not going to give too much away. Um, and who
0: was, uh, wasn't it, um, who was the boyfriend that was the uh, the artist?
1: The piano player? Yes. I can't, can't remember his name. Kurt something, I, I can't remember his name. He just a creepy looking dude. Oh, know?
0: wasn't it... Um, Oh, my gosh. He was in... Uh, You're
1: going to make me grab my phone and look
0: Car- it up. Care DeLea, wasn't it? Something, here, here. Wasn't it in uh, Space Odyssey 2001? Wasn't that him?
1: I think so. Here, we're going to look it up right now. Are you looking it up faster than I am? <laughs> no, who's, go ahead. I say, because that's just annoying.
0: <laughs> but...
1: <laughs> now, see, getting back to what we just said, now I have to scroll through here and make sure I'm getting the right Black Christmas and not bringing up this 2019 <laughs> garbage... So, is it is it Buster Rhymes yeah. takes his place a, a, now? know. <laughs> there'll be none of that.
0: However, you say his name. Yeah, it's Cared Cared uh, whatever.
1: I knew you were gonna get it before. I did. Kier Doleo D, D-, 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 L- D- U L-, L. Well, I'm sorry, Kurt. Whatever. If I'm saying it, if I'm massacring your name, and if you're still alive from Cleveland, I apologize from Cleveland. Uh, but no, you're absolutely right. That is yeah, a,
0: 2001 film. Yep, that that is that's what a, he was in, and 2010.
1: Massively creepy film. Um, you know, interesting little side note to, to, to Black Christmas. The, the director of Black Christmas has directed, you know, Bob Clark, God rest his soul, uh, directed three iconic films from three incredibly different genres. He directed Black Christmas, an iconic horror film. He directed A Christmas Story, a, an iconic Christmas film, family film, and the third film that he directed that was completely different genre, and iconic in its own right. Porky's. Porky's, an iconic. I'm going to tell you, know? you something that may. One change. of the greatest films ever made. Yes, I'm
0: sorry. Um, and I'm going to tell you something that may change your opinion about me a little bit. I think a Christmas story is trash.
1: That's not going to change my opinion. You're my brother. I, love you. <laughs> I don't agree with you in any sense of the word. I, I mean, listen, there's two movies I watch every Christmas. Christmas Eve or Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's Black Christmas and it's a Christmas story. And you know what I watch
0: year. every Christmas? Two movies.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm listening.
0: Die Hard and Lethal Weapon.
1: <laughs> I, I, I guess I should... Well, you'll, you might hate me for this. I am, I am firmly in the die hard is not a Christmas movie no, camp.
0: no it's not a Christmas Early movie it, in that it's camp. a movie that takes place around Christmas exactly it's not a Christmas exactly. movie however it's a tradition for us in this house well, we that's always okay. watch
1: I mean listen you know you, you know what I watch every Thanksgiving I watch a Star Wars movie you know what the hell how is that a tradition what Star Wars got to do with Thanksgiving but I watch it
0: but yeah I mean that that I guess talking about Newer films and, and having to go see them and supporting uh, them at the theater, the uh, uh, twenty eighteen Halloween did very well.
1: Oh my God! It, it just uh, completely blew expectations as far as box office out of the water. And it blew my
0: expectations away, especially I I didn't. You know how I feel. I said it in the first uh, the the last episode that we did. Um, It seems like it was back in 1973 (laughs) at this point, but I think that that my my favorite is obviously Halloween three. Yes. Now, if I'm picking a Michael Myers Halloween film, it's going to be Part One. Um, the 2018 film, I thought I had my problems with it, and I think it's because I'm so spoiled with 70s and 80s horror that. It it tends to sour my opinion of things here and there. However, I thought that it was great. It felt good being in a theater where Michael Myers was actually this totally fearsome killing machine yet again. Had no idea why he is the way that he is. They never explained it. It's a little... uh, Note to our buddy Rob Zombie. Who?
1: Well, hey, listen. Not just Rob Zombie. It's a note to, to John Carpenter too. Uh, you know, I mean, listen. John Carpenter's a you know that's a hollow name in in, in my house. It, but even he admits it. I mean, I, I'm not saying anything that, that, that John Carpenter won't admit himself. Mm-hmm. His decision in Halloween 2, which no longer exists in our new timeline. But his decision in Halloween 2 to make Laurie Strode and Michael Myers, brother and sister, Mm -hmm. effectively ruined that franchise from that point moving forward for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, you stopped making Michael Myers scary.
0: Yeah, because if you're not if you're not Laurie Strode, then what do you have to well, worry about? Listen, and you're not in his way.
1: If you're not related to him, mm-hmm. and you're not spending time with someone who is, what do I got to worry about? Yeah, you did such a masterful job of setting up this character, this mystique in in Halloween one. You such a perfect job of making. He is he, he's not even so much a human being as he is exactly what they called him in the script, the shape. Mm-hmm. And you basically took that mystique and threw it right out the goddamn window when you give him a reason for doing what he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did such a great job. Of taking all the human characteristics away from him in the first one. Do you know, never once in that movie, do they ever refer to him by his full name? Never once. In the original Halloween, he is never referred to as Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, you can count on one hand how many times he's referred to as Michael. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the length that they went to, to strip him of all human characteristic. He's the he's a shape. Mm-hmm. He's the wind, and you don't know need to know why he's there. You don't need to know where he is. Mm-hmm. All you need to know is he could be there, mm-hmm. and if he is, you're done.
0: Yeah, and how and how are you going to kill him? That is why. I love... I was worried at the end of the 2018 film when he's in, in... Spoiler alert for people who haven't seen the 2018 film.
1: And if you haven't, what the hell are you waiting Yeah, what have for? you been doing?
0: But when he's in the basement, when he's trapped in the cellar, and, the, and obviously the bars come over, the trap that Laurie sets him mm-hmm. in, and the house is on fire, I thought there was a part of me that was sad because I was like, not... It was ba- basically because I want that kind of horror to come back and not in a Jason Voorhees type of way where he's going to get completely blown mm-hmm. apart and then the next movie mm-hmm. he's going to end up, you know...
1: Yeah, I, I don't want Michael is, Myers to have to come back because somebody stabbed him with an iron rod and then it happened to start raining and yeah. he was struck by a lightning <laughs> yeah. bolt. You know, I don't need Michael Myers to be Frankenstein, which, oddly enough, was one of the one of the pitched script ideas for Halloween 5. Mm-hmm. The director of Halloween 5, Dominic Othman and Gerard, I think I'm pronouncing his name properly, his original idea was just that. Michael Myers brought back to life by a metal rod and uh, a bolt of lightning. And he comes back and it's it's basically a remake of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Whereas Michael sick. Whereas Michael Myers doesn't really have any memory of who he was or what he was, and he's just wandering around, this undead monster who doesn't understand why the townspeople hate him and fear him. That that could have wow. been Halloween five which quite frankly doesn't sound much worse than what we got. <laughs> but still but, but it's, Pretty lame.
0: But with, as soon as they announced that they were doing what we're going to be talking now, not tonight, um, Halloween Kills Halloween and Halloween kills. Ends, I was excited because I thought it's going to be exciting to see how they bring... I don't want to say bring him back, but how he survives. And well, they've part already of me,
1: given us hints.
0: And part of me thinks, okay, well, I don't even want to say survives because that would... Insinuate that he's alive, and in my mind, I always think that he's a killing machine, and there's something that's pure evil and supernatural about him, and well, that's that's what, that's what. made John Carpenter me, said, you know, yeah.
1: when when it was announced that he was back in the fold, you know, I I, I can't remember the direct quote, although it's on my phone somewhere in a saved photo, um, but that Michael Myers, you know, the shape, uh, you know, was like the wind, and he was. A, a supernatural, you know, there was something always supernatural about him. That's what you know made him. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm butchering the quote. Look it up. It's a really. No, good I know quote. what you're talking about. But
0: it's because when you do something like that, it, it goes back to the old Hitchcock idea of whatever you can think of in your mind is going to be scarier than what he can put. Whatever's around the corner. Whatever you think of in your head is going to be scarier than what he can put on the film. Right. And I think that when you think about Michael Myers, you have no idea why he is the way he is other than Dr. Loomis saying he's pure evil. Mm -hmm. And that makes you think, okay, is he... Is he possessed? Is he a demon? Is he... What is he? We, we don't know what he is. Why does he keep coming back? Why does he get shot 15 times and he comes back? It doesn't make it cheesy to me... No. ...that that happens and he comes back. You it's can, just you constantly think there's something...
1: You can project onto him whatever you want him. If you want him to be some demon, he can be. If that's what mm-hmm. scares you... Have at it. Mm-hmm. To me, I've always thought, and especially now with the with the two thousand eighteen and, and and Halloween Kills next year, and Halloween Ends coming after that. To me, I always felt that he he he's a human. I felt he was just born without a soul. You know, mm-hmm. he was just born soulless. There was just nothing there. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, it took six years as opposed to four as opposed to twenty six for it to manifest and for it to to come out. you know that's mm-hmm. why he doesn't talk it's why he doesn't run, it's why he doesn't because there's just nothing there,
0: yeah, I mean, he's completely emotionless
1: and a little backstory to to 2018, uh, to the 2018 film and what we've got coming up, and I think it it, it bears repeating uh, because it fits right along with what we're talking about. Um, when uh, Danny McBride and David Gordon Green were pitching their their idea for a new Halloween to John Carpenter, and I'm assuming to, to Jason Bloom as well, their original idea, their original plan. Was to actually shoot their Halloween and their sequel back to back. Mm-hmm. So we would have had Halloween twenty, you know, two thousand eighteen and two thousand eighteen. We would have had the next one in two thousand nineteen. And their and their original pitch, I believe, was for a, a trilogy. Cooler heads kind of prevailed, and they kind of stepped back and said, "Well, you know, maybe we should wait and see." how people react to the to the first film mm-hmm. does it make money? Do people enjoy it? Do they want more before we spend the money to make these two films back to back and then we're stuck with this second film that, that we got to do something with mm-hmm. that's a sequel to a movie that apparently nobody went to see anyway and nobody really wanted obviously that did not turn out to be the case as yeah. we're talking about a film that that made close to 300 million worldwide. Oh wow, that oh, much. Yeah. Well close. 280 I thought it was like around 100 but no, that's, that's that's massive. That's worldwide now. But domestic alone it was 170 that's what I'm thinking something million. That's insane. Million. I mean, that's for a horror film? That's for a horror film. And the budget it's not couldn't it have been, or, Yeah, you know.
0: And the budget couldn't have been as big as a lot of oh, I
1: guarantee the budget for that film was probably ten million, maybe less. But so they they went into this with an with an idea for more. They didn't just walk in and say, "Here's our idea. This is one movie. This is great." Oh, it made a lot of money. You want another one? Gee, what the hell are we gonna do now? Mm-hmm. No, they went into it with. This is our idea.
0: Just by the way, you were spot on. The budget was exactly $10 million. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: listen, I'm a mountain of useless information, um, especially when it comes to Halloween.
0: And uh, it did say box office was $255 million. That does not say that it was, if that's worldwide mm-hmm. or just within the U.S., but $255 million. Ten million dollar budget, and you made two hundred fifty five million off I, it. That's massive. I, I
1: believe two hundred fifty. God, I, I want to say the two hundred fifty five million is worldwide, and 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 U.S. gross was one hundred and seventy something, maybe one eighty.
0: In U.S. and Canada, it was one hundred and sixty million. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, okay. and then ninety six million other territories for worldwide gross. Yeah. This is according to.
1: I mean, for for a horror film that cost ten million dollars, come on. You know, I mean that's just,
0: that's insane. That's right? astronomical. I mean, it, first of all, the fact that a horror film in 2018 would cost only 10 million, and that you would turn that 10 million into 255 million. You know, that's,
1: it in it chapter two made a lot of money, but you know, I guarantee they both cost a hell of a lot more than 10 million to make. Mm-hmm. Not putting down those films, I, I enjoyed both of them immensely. What do you um, what do you think
0: about in this one? Them bringing back Lee Brackett, Charles Ciphers, mm-hmm. and uh, they well, also have Tommy Doyle coming back, who right. is played by Anthony Michael Hall.
1: Um, well, I mean, they're bringing back uh, the characters. They're bringing back. They're bringing back uh, sh- uh, uh, Lee Brackett. He's no longer the sheriff, obviously. I believe. He is a security guard at Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. But we're bringing back the characters of Lee Brackett. We're bringing back the character of Tommy Doyle, mm-hmm. Lindsay Wallace, uh, Nurse Nancy Stevens, which was the nurse that was riding along with uh, Dr. Loomis in the original when they were going oh, to the Lindsay Waltz Wallace Michael. is
0: the other kid that the she was girl. babysitting.
1: She was babysitting yeah, okay. with. with, with, with um, and all of these characters are being played by their original. Who who played them originally, except for Tommy Doyle, and all due respect to, to Brian Andrews, but Brian Andrews is not an actor. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think. I mean, I could be wrong. He may have done some small independent stuff that I'm the not original aware Tommy of. Tommy Doyle, the original Tommy Doyle. Okay. Again, he 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 may have done some some independent work or some TV work that I'm I'm not. Mm -hmm. privy to I'm not aware of but I don't think it's been anything in the last 10 or 15 years or more he's not really an actor and from what I gather the role of Tommy Doyle in this film is a is is a is a meteor role Mm -hmm. there's some meat to it there's there's some he's going to be on the screen for for a good portion of time anthony so michael they felt hall was they great. felt they needed to bring in a, a seasoned pro
0: well he's great he was great in uh, with the dead zone
1: i like anthony he michael hall. i'm a, i'm an anthony michael hall fan you big weird science guy i'm a huge weird science yeah. guy who can't who couldn't be um <laughs> but but no I, so when i when i read that anthony michael hall was mm-hmm. was was coming in I, I i couldn't have been happier and then they did a you know, one of those side by side comparisons of of you know Brian Andrews as a little boy. You know, a scene from the movie, and then uh, you know next to uh, a picture of, of of Anthony Michael Hall now, mm-hmm. and it's totally believable that 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 little boy grew up to to, to look like Anthony Michael. Mm-hmm. So they did a they did they did a fantastic casting job with that. I'm I'm actually really happy that they're bringing back. They're bringing back some of these characters. What do you think
0: this one is going to be? Do you know anything about what it's going to be about? Or they
1: have kept that. I was going to say closely wrapped. I... The only thing I get, or I'm basing my opinions on what I think the film is going to be about. All my opinions are based on the pictures that have that have that have okay. popped up online, and the 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 you know the 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 video that they posted on Halloween um as a you know kind of a treat for the fans yeah because you're know, you're
0: definitely we, we both know we both love halloween yep. you're the halloween guy and so yep. i had to be you know i had to prep for this because i'm like i know about halloween i know about halloween two three um but when it came to this i was like i really need to look and see what this is going to be about well, I didn't want to look at Halloween ends. I I didn't know if there was any information well they about that. We don't know
1: anything about, and that
0: that's yet. fine. And so I was like, "Well, I got to look at Halloween kills." And yeah, you're right. Other than some of the photos, some of the stills, the little the little clip,
1: what really, we know now? What we can what we can gather from what we what we're privy to is well, what do we know? We know a few things. We know Haddonfield Memorial Hospital is back. We know. That Jamie Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode, is going to be spending some amount of time in the hospital. Because there, there, there is a clip in that video of her daughter, uh, pe- played by Judy Greer, mm-hmm. sitting in a room. And then you can see in the reflection of the window behind her... Her mother, Laurie Strode, laying in a hospital bed. Mm-hmm. So we know that. Now, does that mean Laurie Strode is going to be in this hospital the entire movie?
0: Who knows. I've seen the stills of Laurie Strode in a stretcher, mm-hmm. and her arms are completely yes. covered in blood.
1: I think, and I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here. Okay, before I get into that, we're gonna let me, we'll just go quickly go over the things that we do know concrete for sure. We went over the characters that are coming back. Mm-hmm. We went over. Haddonfield Memorial Hospital is going to be playing a role in this film somehow. Whether that means the shape is going to show up at the hospital and do some damage, or the hospital is just a setting where Laurie Strode is going to be for the entire movie, I don't know. But we know Haddonfield Memorial is playing a big part in the movie. We know, and here's here's big news, we know there is a flashback in this film. We know that from photos that have leaked of Michael Myers in a clean, completely white Halloween mask. We know that from cars that have been in the background of shooting photos, cars that are from the late 60s, early to mid 70s. We know that from a still that was taken from that video of a little boy walking up a street. Dressed exactly like Lonnie Elam was dressed mm-hmm. in the original Halloween, walking up the street with the shape standing on the sidewalk, and Lonnie's walking right to him. That's another character that's coming back in this film. By the way, is is Lonnie Elam? Obviously, he he will he also will not be played by the same actor who played Lonnie Elam as a child, but. So we know we're, we're, we know we're flashing back. Here's the big question what are we flashing back to? because the original Halloween was a pretty tight film. there what, there isn't a lot of a lot of gray area in that first film where you could say Michael was off doing this mm-hmm. while this was going on. You had a pretty good idea of where Michael was most of the time. He was looking in the window of the Wallace house. He was looking through the windows of the washing uh, shed mm-hmm. in the backyard. He well, was even the
0: during the day. He was driving around. Well, he these flashback
1: scenes all look like they're taking place at night, anyway. Okay. If now maybe some are during the day, and they just haven't released anything about that. We can only go by what we what we have in front of us. So we have a pretty good idea of where the shape was mm-hmm. during that whole time. So it's going to be real hard to say, here's a flashback, and it takes place during the time frame of the original. Okay, how? You've you got to explain that to me because we, we already have a really good idea of what the shape was doing throughout that film. So, is it going to be a flashback after Dr. Loomis shoots? He falls off the balcony. Dr. Loomis looks over. He's no longer there. Is that where the flashback picks up?
0: Like where it starts from there. Okay. What happened to him? Where did he go? Exactly.
1: Now, that makes more sense to me because we don't know anymore. Mm -hmm. We did know back when Halloween 2 was still a thing. We got to remember people, and I'm surprised. How many people I see online that still don't understand this? Yeah, there are
0: people confused about it. It's yeah. like, it's not that hard to understand. It, they
1: no longer exist.
0: But this is the problem, especially with the new Terminator that came out. A lot of people I saw that went and saw the new Terminator, and they were like, we don't get it. It doesn't really follow the... One. It's like, no, it's... Because, again... It's after two, it's one, two, the new one. It's, that's exactly. it. All the other ones don't exist. Exactly. And that's, the, that's kind of... The problem when it comes to, when you start to, when you try to erase or forget a gigantic chunk, decades of filmmaking and say, we're going, especially with Halloween, where literally it's the first one and then the 2018 one, everything you forget.
1: Well, people are acting like it's E equals MC squared. This isn't... (laughs) Look, you don't have to be a brain surgeon to figure this out. No one's saying you don't have to like them anymore. If Halloween 4 is your favorite, Halloween 4 can still be your favorite. Nobody's showing up at your house, knocking on the door with a Halloween badge on, saying, I need to confiscate every DVD you have from Halloween 2 to... Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. They just, yeah. you know, if you like them, you can still like them. The movies people. are
0: still going to, they'll still put them on TV. They're still there. They'll still put I them just, everywhere. I
1: just watched Halloween 4 the other day.
0: Halloween 3 is my favorite. Yeah.
1: I still watch, well, Halloween 3 could still be there because it had yeah. nothing to do with the timeline anyway. But listen, I just watched Halloween 4 a week ago, people. they They're still there. Mm-hmm. They're just. They're an alternate universe. They're somewhere out there in the ether. Okay, which sometimes it's, they, its an alternate reality. They now. went off
0: track. No big deal. This is getting things back on track. To the because
1: if it makes you feel any better, just just think to your head that they all are now a Laurie Strode fever dream. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's all they are. They're just—they're a Laurie Strode fever dream. Well, here's the thing. I kind of
0: with what they did with Terminator. I haven't seen the new one. You did. You said you enjoyed it. I loved it. Thought it was um, great.
1: And again, another movie that made no money. They'll probably not make another one. Okay, fine. But people, it was a well put together movie. It was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. More people went to see that god awful piece of crap, Terminator Salvation and Terminator Genesis. Genesis Yeah. <laughs> than went to see this movie. And that's a cry and shame. Mm-hmm. Because this movie was good enough. That it could have re re, it could have revamped this franchise into a new alternate timeline Mm -hmm. that made way more sense. But
0: I kind of wish they would. For me, being such a huge fan of the Phantasm franchise, which I'm sure we'll have an episode where we talk Mm -hmm. about that. I wish, in my opinion, that they would forget three, four, and five. And that if there were you can't make another one because the tall man is you, gone. You'd either have to digitally Exactly put
1: him, or you'd have to you'd have to recast him, which is blasphemy in, in most people's eyes. Blasphemy. Mine included. And
0: I think would be literally it would be so
1: hard to do because no, he is you, such re, or, an icon. Or, or, or you remake it. Mm-hmm. You just remake it, and then if you want to put sequels to that, you can, and you yeah. try to right some wrongs by but it's remaking like, the whole thing. But how but do it, you remake that movie? Exactly. That's, and if they that's, wanted to know, do
0: Phantasm 1, Phantasm 2, even if they wanted to do Phantasm 1 and forget, even though I love 2, because it's the first one I saw when I was a kid, if they wanted to do 1 and then re, and then do a new one that f- follows part 1, I wouldn't be upset but that they, all the because I enjoy all the well I don't I don't enjoy Ravager that's an absolute but abortion, that's the, they, they
1: kind of retconned the entire series at the end of the last one because sp- spoiler alert. Remember back when I said, you know, just pretend all the other Halloweens were a Laurie Strode fever dream. Yeah, oh God, that's kind of what we now we were told Reggie. about all of the phantasms. They were just a Reggie fever dream. They never happened. Oh so,
0: God, I was there in of so, itself.
1: It, well, first know. of
0: all, the movie was absolutely it was just an abomination to begin. I, with. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna admit that I, I haven't even seen it yet, and I don't think I'm going to. Dude, you it's talking so to you? Bad. I knew you saw, I knew you were going to see it, and I, I told myself, I, I'm not even going to sit down with it until I talk to Kip. There's,
0: you know, this and, is something you know. that is, I'm, I'm going to admit it's off topic, but it just popped into my mind because it's something that we haven't done yet, talking about watching bad movies.
1: I know exactly where you're going.
0: And we haven't watched Three from Hell yet.
1: What are we waiting for? Yes, <laughs> just we we, we need we, this this is the point little, where little we background. On we this. have to we have to let everyone know. No, we're not big Rob Zombie movie fans. We have a tradition, Kip and I, where we punish ourselves. You know, kind of like flogging ourselves in the closet with the whip on the back. You know, <laughs> our form of of punishing one another for past misdeeds is we get together and we sit down and we watch Rob Zombie's latest abomination. <laughs> and and we, we force ourselves to watch it and and usually spend the entire time angry and getting progressively angrier until when it's over. We really want to go out and look for people to punch just because we're so angry. Um, and
0: it's not it's not an elitist thing. We're not being elitist no, about it. No, not it. Well, it's just his his movies are crap.
1: It's it's personal for me. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's personal for me.
0: But no, that's something that we have to do, definitely. Um, but yeah, I think that the people that complain because they don't understand what's going on with now the timeline, which to me, I've even read in uh, uh, articles especially recently where people are like, this new Halloween timeline. And I'm thinking, it's not its not a new timeline. It's the original timeline. And so you can't say, you could say that that's the thing that bothers me. It's like, and I think that that throws people off if you don't know about Halloween. And then you read an article like that or you see a, the news piece and they're like, it's a new timeline. No, it's not. It's the original timeline. This isn't nothing, this isn't anything new. It's a new film. There are new films coming out, but they're following the original timeline. So it should make, if you're a fan of the first, it should make you that much more excited that it's following the original idea and moving forward. And, it, and
1: it's and it's much needed. And I understand mm-hmm. it's not the first time that, that, that Halloween and the people behind it decided that they needed to kind of retcon the whole thing. They did it with, with H2O. Which I give them on that film an in, in, in A for effort. They, well, wasn't they it, tried real hard. But
0: What's the one where Laurie Strode, he kills Laurie Strode? Well,
1: that's, that's Halloween Resurrection. The Resurrection. Which is a sequel to H2O, which is supposed to be a proper sequel to Halloween 2. Now you're talking about a timeline where the films the that exist... Or Halloween one. It shows Halloween, you. Hold on, okay. Halloween one. <laughs> I'm on Your Halloween Honor, one, <laughs> Halloween two, H two O and Resurrection. That that is that timeline. So so that timeline is pretending four, five, and six never happened.
0: Okay. Well, it, it shows how legit these new films are, because I do remember reading the after resurrection. Jamie Lee Curtis said that she was done
1: Jamie Lee Curtis was out and well Jamie Lee Curtis never wanted to do resurrection yeah, yeah I remember she, that she was under the impression filming h2o this is it I'm chopping this dude's head off the shape is dead mm-hmm. dead buried move on you know thanks for the memories and uh, I mean I I, I I hope I'm not misquoting or or, or miss you know but but the story goes that that she was none too happy to find out that that she had was contractually obligated to appear in a sequel. So somehow she got it down to the the, the the 10 minutes that she was actually, you know, actually involved. And she wasn't real happy about that as I said. She she came on board with this one from what I've read her her godson is Jake Gyllenhaal. An really? actor. An, yes, an actor I happen to be very fond of. Jake Gyllenhaal had just finished a picture with directed by David, David Gordon Green. Uh, I believe a film based on one of the survivors who had lost a leg in the Boston Marathon bombing from a few years back. But Jake Gyllenhaal developed a, a relationship with David Gordon Green. And when David Gordon Green was pitching his idea for... His new Halloween, knowing full well the the role that Laurie Strode was going to play in the film, he contacted Jake Gyllenhaal and said, "Listen, can can you contact your your godmother? Let her know this is happening. I know what she said in the past. Can you just get her to to commit to a half hour to sit down with this script and and see what we've done." And as the story goes, Jake Gyllenhaal agreed, contacted Jamie Lee Curtis, who, you know, would do anything for her godson, spent a half hour with the script and was hooked. And said, this is, you know, well, what you've come up here with here works. And I'm assuming her, the big sell for her was none of that mess in the middle ever happened. Mm-hmm. This is, we got Halloween won, and we got this. Mm-hmm. All that crap never happened. Well, especially- so I'm sure that was a big selling point for her. Plus, I think she was also really, really in tune with the idea of these three women. Mm-hmm. The older, the middle, the daughter, the granddaughter, mm-hmm. banding together. And as women, fighting back against this, this evil, this, mm-hmm. this shape. And uh, I think in the in the world we live in now, and 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 the way things are changing, and you know, I I, I think they really she really felt strongly about something like that, and I agree with her. You know, I, I thought that I was think that she's
0: somebody that to me, especially in the 2018 Halloween, it Laurie Strode reminded me of uh, Ellen Ripley, an alien, mm-hmm. um, where. She wasn't acting like a dude. She wasn't acting macho. She was acting like a, a, a mother that was pushed to the brink. She wanted to protect her kids, her, you know, her daughter, her granddaughter. That's what makes it so believable, and I think that that's what what worked. If they made it where she turned into some Rambo type
1: character, where it was completely over the top. I don't think it was over the top. Well, I think I think a really. I think what struck me about the movie a lot too was, and you know, maybe I'm getting too social conscious here but, you know, I I think a lot of what we're realizing now and well, you know, it's been there forever but, but, you know, men have this tendency to you know we can hurt, we can break a heart we can hurt someone's feelings, we can you know tear somebody down by cheating or leaving or hurting them. And then we can just get up and walk away and move on. You know, we're, that's fine with us. And we, you know, but the, the, the woman that we're hurting hurt by us, by our actions, by the way we treated them, by the way we hurt them, that doesn't leave them. It stays with them. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was great. The way the new Halloween kind of portrayed that for 40 years, what happened to Lori Strode? Never left her. That's that's, it, that's it, the thing that it kept crazy. her crazy. It kept her, it kept her scared. It kept her trapped. It affected every aspect of her life. Mm. Okay, then here's the man, Michael Myers, the Shape. Nothing. He people understand in that movie, Michael Myers, the Shape, wasn't searching for Lori Strode. He didn't escape to take care of some unfinished business. The only reason he ended up at her doorstep was because he was taken there. Mm-hmm. He did, and I don't even know if he ever realized who it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe at the end, he said when he was looking up at her from the flames, it hit him. Oh, I remember that bitch, you know. But. <laughs> People are still with this idea that, well, they're not brother and sister. Now they're not brother and sister. Why does he go looking for her? He didn't. Mm-hmm. He was content to just wander around Haddonfield hacking whoever walked out of their yeah, house. Yeah, see,
0: that's the thing. If he really wanted that badly to get out, he would have got out of that hospital knowing who he is. Yeah. He would have got out and went straight for her. But it, it would have been stupid it's, he, it's because... It's even implied... What in, would he have done? Got out and like looked her up in the phone yeah, book? It would have been corny.
1: It's even implied in the film that he didn't even escape on his own this time. Yeah. The doctor did it all. Mm-hmm. And opened the door for him. There you go. So, he, yeah, he didn't get out looking for Laurie Strode. He just... He was taken to her. And he did what he did. Oh, I've been taken to an area where there's more people to kill. Let's kill. Yeah. So, so it was a great. It was a it, it, it was a great exercise. And here is a woman that for forty years has lived with this pain, this hurt, this fear that this man imposed on her. And then here's the man who doesn't know her from a hole in the wall. So, for a horror movie, I for a slasher movie. It, 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 very socially conscious in today's day and age, in my opinion.
0: And I, I think it's going to be interesting to see that if in Halloween Kills, she thinks that he's dead, she thinks that he's finally finished because he burned alive, he couldn't get out, and maybe she does change. Well, I, I wonder if it's going to pick right up, like if she's at the hospital and he...
1: Well, here's my opinion. You Now, here's my opinion. And this is, is, again, I, guys, I'm a fan. I have no inside knowledge. You? Yeah. I'm not not text messaging Danny McBride and getting the inside scoop, okay? But just my opinion as a fan, kind of going through everything that, that, you know, everybody has access to. I I don't have access to anything that that nobody else has. I believe that Jamie Lee Curtis isn't even going to be in this movie very much. I believe she's going to be in the hospital for the entire film. I think the main characters, the main protagonists in this film, are going to be Tommy Doyle, Lindsay Wallace, Nancy Stevens, um, the granddaughter, Allison. Mm-hmm. I think, and I, I don't even think Judy Greer is going to, you know, Karen, the daughter, uh, Jamie Lee or Laurie Stroh's daughter. I don't even think she is going to have a really I wonder strong how big of a part presence. Tommy Doyle is going to have. Man. I think Tommy Doyle is going to I hope. We've got a couple of photos that that have leaked and clips from the video that they put out that kind of lends me to believe he's going to have a, a, he's going to have a pretty good pretty good chunk of role in this movie. One is the him with a baseball bat walking around a parked car I, yeah. So right there, I think he knows what's going on, and he's had enough. I've lived with this for forty years. This guy's not coming into my town doing this again. And then there's a then there's a, a, another photo of him with Lindsay Wallace with Nancy Stevens, where it looks as though they're in a bar, uh, some sort of, and they leaked a, a, po- a, 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 a poster from the movie advertising this Halloween party at this bar. And they're there. And they're. it looks like they're watching something play out in front of them. I believe they're watching a newscast. Mm-hmm. I believe they're watching a reporter. They don't even know what's going on yet. They're watching a reporter. Hey, breaking news. Michael Myers is back in Haddonfield.
0: And that's kind of how they get back in, sucked back into it. And that's how they
1: get sucked back into it. Now, there's another interesting little clip from this video. There's a video of... And an and African-American woman, a black woman, in a sexy nurse's outfit, sexy nurse's costume, mm-hmm. firing a gun at an open car door and a leg is sticking out of the car. It looks as though it's Michael's leg. It's the work boot and the, and the coverall leg. That woman is the same woman from Halloween 2018... That's walking out of the house Getting into the car To go to a party And her boyfriend Or husband Who's dressed as a doctor Says I I forgot I I forgot the directions Or I forgot my keys Or whatever And then he goes back Into the house She turns And is looking at the shape Walking down the sidewalk Mm Kind of like What in the hell The boyfriend Or the husband Comes out Says Can you believe I had him in my pocket The whole time They get in the car And they leave That's the same woman. Many people are speculating that that woman and that man are the parents of the little black boy.
0: Oh, that was baby...
1: That that Allison's friend was babysitting. Again, that's all speculation. We don't know. Mm -hmm. But... And people are also speculating that she's also a police officer. Because why else would she be firing a handgun... You know, where is she, where did she get the hand? You know, there's, listen, mm-hmm. that video they put out, which was really, really awesome. And I, you know, I, I applaud them for doing that, but it really did, it, it really did leave you more questions than it gave you answers. And hey, that's good. Mm-hmm. Because my one complaint about, well, my, my main complaint about 2018, and, and and I don't have a lot of them, uh, but my, my only real major complaint with it well, there's, there's a couple, but my main one was I thought the trailer revealed a little too much. Mm-hmm. And I understand why they did that. They wanted to get people excited. They wanted to get people, you know, they wanted to answer some questions. Is this a Halloween movie? Is this what we want it to be? So in order to answer that question, you, you got to throw a little bit in that trailer to get people, okay, this is what we expect. Mm-hmm. My hope is you got us hooked. You got us hooked from how, from, from, from from the one from 2018 we're in now we want to see what you do next you don't have to show us so much in this next trailer okay you don't need to show us anything you know what you need to show us you need to show us the music we need to hear the music Mm -hmm. show us a couple of couple of flash quick scenes Lori laying in the hospital Michael walking down a street couple of people raising a gun and that's it Mm -hmm. that's it that's all we need We're already hooked. Mm -hmm. We don't need to see anything else. I want to walk into that theater blind. As excited as I was in 2018, and you know I was, (laughs) for that trailer to drop, and I checked every single day for two months straight. I checked multiple times a day, thinking today's the day, today's the day, today's the day. Mm -hmm. Even on vacation, when I was in Universal Studios, there were rumors that the trailer was going to drop the week I was there. I'm waiting in a line to go on a ride, and I'm refreshing my Twitter account, waiting for, (laughs) you know. So, as excited as I was for that trailer in 2018, I'm almost as, I don't want to see the trailer for this one, Mm -hmm. because I want to go into this movie 100% blind. Well, I don't want to know anything what
0: we were saying earlier, especially about, you know, my buddy Rob not wanting to know anything about the King Diamond film right. uh, album. Right. You want to go in completely untouched, completely, you know, uh, 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 ignorant or blind or to anything that's right. going on. You just want to go into it.
1: That being said, I'll probably watch the trailer well, 30 first of all, times. I know you. Drops,
0: I know you and but I don't you're instantly going to send it to me. And be like you know,
1: and critique it, you know. But listen, here's here's a but question. I don't want to. I want to. I really want to walk into this thing not knowing anything more than I know now. That's it. I know I can't do it, but I want to so bad.
0: Here's a question that I. Where do you think you can't speculate on what's going to happen with Halloween Ends because we know nothing about. The it. only thing Here. we
1: can speculate is if this, if these films are following your your traditional trilogy, you know, storyline playouts. You know, take Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. as your as your model. You know, Star Wars is your setup is your setup story. The heroes look like they might have might have gotten away in one, but you know they didn't.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Empire is exactly what it was called. The Empire Strikes Back. It's dark. Kind of depressing, and when the movie's over, the heroes are beaten down. The empire is risen, risen tall. They're stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. How are our heroes ever going to come back from this? And then Return of the Jedi is your redemption story. Mm-hmm. The heroes battle back. They overcome evil at the end. Everybody lives in the here's, galaxy here's what until I think. the first order. You know, per You know, peaks their head over the horizon.
0: Here's what I think is going to happen. I think that Halloween ends. Isn't Michael the end of Michael Myers? I think the Halloween ends is going to be the end of Laurie Strode.
1: I'm going I'm to do you one better. In order for Halloween Kills to follow in that trilogy pattern, and it has to. We think, know it has you to. You
0: think she's going in Halloween Kills?
1: Somebody's going to, and somebody important. And by somebody important, I don't mean Sheriff Brackett. I don't mean Tommy Doyle. I don't mean Lindsey Wallace. As much as I love their characters and as happy as I am to have them back, they're not that important. The important people are Lori Strode, her daughter Karen, her granddaughter Allison, and The Shape. Mm-hmm. Well, you know The Shape isn't dying mm-hmm. because you got no Halloween ends. One of those three women that we've invested so much in from the first one and probably in the second one one of those three women got to go. I don't think it's going to be Lori because, like I said, I think Lori's going to spend the entire Halloween Kills in the hospital. And I think Halloween Kills may end with her like pulling the IV out of her arm and saying, enough's enough. I This is it. And then it ends. Mm-hmm. So I think it's either Karen or it's Allison. I'm going to have a hard time thinking it's Allison because... I think in the back of Jason Bloom's mind, in the back of Bloom House, they may feel Halloween ends might be the end of the Michael Myers, Laurie Strode saga. But that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be the end of Michael Myers, especially if it's continuing thinking. to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to want Allison to to go on. So it's going to be, by, the law, by what I just said, maybe put your money on Karen dying. Now, is Karen an important enough character, and are people going to care enough? Maybe not, because as, as surprising as it, as it was to me, that character gets a lot of hate online. Really? Yeah. Out of all the characters from, from Halloween 2018, the ones that seem to get the most hate, the most fanboy hate, the Doctor... Dr. Sartain because yes. a lot of people thought that storyline was just crap.
0: I'm one of them because when well, I, when it came up I thought
1: well you this is I know detracting it, yeah. it
0: doesn't really fit. It's kind of it's, that is my
1: my problem with the storyline is, is that it killed a character that I wanted to see move forward and that was Haw- the 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 deputy Hawkins character. Will Patton. Will Patton. Yeah, I wanted no, to see I that agree. character move on.
0: Because I liked Will Patton, and I thought, big, big, this big is... Big Will Patton Yeah, and I was like, this is going to be good, and then he's gone. Okay, right. well...
1: But the two characters that seem to get the most hate, uh, Judy Greer's character, Karen, and Dr. Sartain. So, unless you give Karen some sort of really emotional arc in the second one, where she really redeems herself... To the fans. She didn't have to redeem herself to me. I I, I, I was fine with her character. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Judy Career as an actor. and As an actress, excuse me. And and I thought the character was fine. I enjoyed the character.
0: Yeah, I don't have anything...
1: Most, But a lot of people had a problem with it.
0: I don't, I don't get it. Because her mom, according to her, is a complete psychopath. Exactly. And so, yeah, she's probably...
1: So unless you give her character some... She
0: reminded me of John Connor in Terminator 2 where... When John Connor spoke about Sarah Connor, his mom, yeah. he would be like, "She taught me all this survival yeah, crap, I, I, and I, I, she kind of drove. She was kind of crazy. She was kind of." and I,
1: I wanted that little bastard to die. <laughs> I, 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 I was, I was not a fan. Well, if, if at <laughs> first, but
0: but the way that he spoke about his mother and two, yeah. It kind of mirrored definitely a, how she was talking about yeah. Lori Strode, where it was like, she taught me all of this survival stuff, and I know how to use weapons. And I, you know, and so it was kind of the same thing. Um,
1: well, long story short, I think if you're going to kill a character off, it's going to mean something. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have people walking out of the theater like, I, I can't believe they did that. I, I think it's got to be Allison. You cannot call that, when they announced these films months ago with that little video or do they
0: have the cast listing for Halloween Ends is no, Jamie Lee no, Curtis there's in? nothing
1: as far as I know nothing said in stone because no I think Jamie Lee Curtis it's guaranteed. she's already said she's in it she, oh, she, okay. she's already herself said so she's going to at least you think she'll at least
0: survive kills we don't know if she's going to when, gonna when survive they
1: announced it. these movies months ago I mean the the first thing they said is the Michael Myers, Laurie Strode saga isn't over.
0: Now, did she have a big part of, were these already written? Or do you think she had a big part of, considering that well, she's so iconic well, that like she sat I down said, and it, said. When,
1: when David Gordon Green and, and, and Danny McBride, as far as I know, when they pitched this their, their, their idea to, to revamp the Halloween franchise, they went in with a complete storyline. This is our, well, I know they did for at least two. I don't know if they had a, a third mapped out or not. I know, I know they had two because they want their initial idea was to shoot them back to back. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm sure you know. You know Jamie Lee might have thrown an idea in there. I, I don't know. I'm, you know, I wish I was a part of the process. I am not. Um, so I think I think Allison dies, and I think that's going to be the motivation for Lori to. Rip out the IV at the end. Of Halloween kills and, and 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 pull herself out of that hospital bed and say, "Enough's enough. This 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 ends this ends now." Um, what well, did you? Again, that's that's just an idea. That's the prediction. That's a not a spoiler. I don't know anything more than anyone else. I'm just I, that's just my prediction.
0: So, I'm He's... I'm looking at an article right here that writer Danny McBride says Halloween ends won't be the final Halloween. But Did if you, you read if, this, it, yeah,
1: if you read that article, that that headline is kind of clickbait. Okay. If, if you read the article, basically what he says is Michael Myers never dies. It would be
0: kind of like Dracula, or, it like we are just going to bring he, him back. He basically okay. he
1: says it would be arrogant for us to say we're killing Michael Myers. You know, okay. as long as the fans want to see him, somebody's going to bring him back. What he said, what, what, when they say Halloween ends, their story, their Halloween okay. story ends. Now, that so if they make more, do they make more built in this world that they've created? Now the big Does question is... Does it go back into an earlier timeline? I do you
0: know. want them to continue the timeline of Tyra Banks and Busta Rhymes? That's the real question.
1: If the if if in that timeline they're tied up and eaten alive by fire ants for an hour and forty five minutes, no, I, I do not. I do not want that that timeline ever ever. And I think you know.
0: I want to mention that that's a, about twenty eighteen that that film. Everything I got, well, post three, obviously three for. Obvious reasons um why I never got like a weird feeling about that movie, but from uh four on, each film was just really corny to me. Mm-hmm. It was just there was something about it, whether it was the masks, well, that the we masks used, were terrible. They were terrible. Yeah,
1: yeah. The mask the masks were all
0: the films I never got it never they never gave me the f- that feeling of dread
1: well because they they were they were every one of those filmmakers were painted into a corner which was here is the storyline you got to follow it there, it's 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 now canon it's 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 iconic michael myers and Laurie strode are brother and sister so you've basically painted the entire franchise into this corner which is Michael Myers has to go after family so what do you get in Halloween four well Jamie Lee's not going to come back to do it so you got to kill off Laurie Strode who can we put in there oh okay Laurie Strode had a daughter so Michael Myers comes back for his niece (laughs) in Halloween five same thing going after his niece Halloween six Kills the niece, well what other family member could we give him? Oh, I know. Michael raped his niece, impregnated her, and when he kills his niece, now he has to go after the, the son because mm-hmm. gotta kill my family. That was and, curse, and, right? That was curse. Mm-hmm. And then I think people cooler heads prevailed and they realized what what have we done? That's when they decided here's H, an idea. H2O. Four through six never happened. H2O, 20-year anniversary of the first one. Here's a sequel to one and two. But therein lies the problem. Mm-hmm. You made it a sequel to one and two, which means... you continue that story. please. He can still only go after his family. Yeah. It's, it's and stupid I did see, and it's silly.
0: I, we did see H2O in the theater at I the was time.
1: there. I was there opening day. It was a Wednesday in August. I yeah, there, in August, yeah. a
0: Halloween movie in, which is another reason well, why I, I like this yeah. one because yeah. they were like, I I think it was it was either, uh, Gordon Green or, Danny McBride that said, hey, what what an idea, a Halloween movie released yeah. in October.
1: Yeah, Halloween Six was the last one that was released in in October. Then then H Two O was released in August. Is that the one with the father that
0: was utterly horrible? Yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah. god, it's but, so.
1: But Resurrection was released in August, and then Rob Zombie's Abortions were both released in August. And listen, for a time they had a, they had they had a good reason to point to putting these out in August. H2O made made good money, especially opening weekend. Resurrection made good money, especially opening weekend. Rob Zombie's Halloween was, um, I, I, I think, it was, they did think they, they released that. Um, it was a holiday what is it I don't know but it was the it was the highest grossing film of all time for that particular weekend
0: was it around Labor Day? yes thank you okay
1: for that particular weekend for Labor Day weekend it was the highest grossing film. I don't know if it still is. Probably, I think with past.
0: those films, though... But they have
1: to be released. In, you they, don't, they
0: came out. They did great the first time. But as soon as word of mouth got they, out... They
1: they, they took they, a nose Literally. Listen, with
0: this 2018, it did well. You don't release National really well, Amplish Christmas
1: on. Vacation in June. You, you, you know... You just, you, yeah. It's a Halloween film. It's right there in the name.
0: I think there needs to be a law that... If you're going, (laughs) an unwritten rule that if you're going to release a horror film, it should be around Halloween. Well, I don't want to see, or at least in the fall, I don't want to see a horror film in the the summertime.
1: Winter's dark. Yeah, I don't mind the winter either. Dreary. I'll I'll give you winter. But no, you're right. You you don't want to. I don't think you want to release a horror film in, in in the summer, unless it's a a huge blockbuster like Jaws or something. Then okay, that makes sense. But you know. How often are horror films, and you know, considered the huge blockbuster? I'm making air quotes as if you people can see them. Um, you know, the huge, <laughs> the huge blockbuster. You know, realm. Not, 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 really ever. Um, but no, I mean, they went back. They did everything right. You know, we, we made a Halloween movie novel idea. We're going to put it out around Halloween. You know, mm. we here's another novel idea. When people are walking down the street there's going to be pumpkins and Halloween decorations on the houses. You know, shocking, I know, but <laughs> you know, it. the movie takes place on Halloween. Those things are out on Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, it got to the point in some of those films where you didn't know if the movie was taking place uh, around Halloween or, or or around the 4th of July. I mm-hmm. mean, you, you didn't know, um, which was silly. H2O, I don't, I don't think there was a freaking Halloween deck. There might have been a a pumpkin or two mm-hmm. in the neighborhood at the beginning of the of the film when when Michael killed ner- you know nurse uh, nurse Nan- Nancy and, and killed the neighbors next door and stole the car to drive to California. Mm-hmm. I think there might have been a a, a jack o' lantern or two on on a porch. But other than that, I don't. Was there a Halloween decoration anywhere in that school? I was going to say because it takes mainly Academy. School
0: not not to mention the fact that Michael Myers in that movie looked like a bean pole yeah and he, it was just kind of
1: i mean it, so i mean in reality h2o could have taken place at any time
0: h2o you know? to me was just scream and i know what you did last summer it was just that era of where horror for me mainstream horror really just was dead and it was just every every cover every poster was the same yeah, where he the had the entire atti- the entire yeah. cast and yeah. then like you know it was so cheesy it was so bad was Josh Hartnett in that Josh one Josh
1: Hartnett was in he played uh, 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 well she Laurie Stro changed her name to Carrie Tate and what was John might have been his name in, in the movie John Tate I think I don't remember it was a decent cast I mean I'm am I'm, I'm a I'm an uh, an Adam Arkin fan. <laughs> And he he played uh, a t- uh, teacher at the school or a counselor and uh, Jamie Lee's love interest. So, and I'm a fan of his. So, you know, I enjoyed seeing him on the screen. Um, the kids were kind of annoying. The main the main cast of kids. Mm-hmm. I like Josh Hartman. I never had a problem with him. I think he's a good actor. And when that movie came out, he was filming The Faculty at the same time. And I'm a big fan of The Faculty. You like the I fact love that, that movie, man. I went to the theaters to see that with the wife. I love that movie. <laughs> Matter of fact, it, it, it it's a guilty pleasure. It was just on the other night on one of the cable stations, and I, I caught it about fifteen minutes in and watched it till the end. I like that movie a lot. I like Josh Hartman. I think he's a, I think he's a decent actor. White. Seems like a decent guy. Every interview I've watched of his or, or whatever. And you know what? I'm going to give him some credit too. In the making of the, the the making of of H2O that they attached to the DVD release. He was very respectful and honored to kind of take part in in, in well at the time what they were calling kind of the rebirth of Halloween, taking it back to its roots, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. And he was real proud of the fact that he he was uh, you know he was a part of that. So um, I'll take him at his word, and, and I appreciate that.
0: No, that's good. I mean, now
1: I don't know how proud he could have been. He didn't want to come back for you know resurrection. Which, listen, you read the script. I probably wouldn't want to come back either. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, literally horrible. You know, before that movie came out, um, it it was called um, for for whatever reason they changed it. I don't know why because I thought this was a much better title. It was Halloween Homecoming, and I uh, my father uh, ordered off of eBay for me. My father went through an eBay stage when, and this was back when eBay was kind of relatively new. My dad went through a real eBay stage and started ordering not only stuff for himself but. but Posters, you know, movie posters for me and stuff like that. And he ordered a promotional poster for what was at that time Halloween Homecoming, the new Halloween movie. And uh, it was just kind of a, a foggy picture of half of Michael's face. And, and written around the mask was Evil Comes Home. And then on the bottom, just Halloween Homecoming. And I always kind of liked that title, and it kind of made me look forward to it. Like, oh, Halloween Homecoming, that's really cool. Especially because he was just in, you know, California and he, coming back to Haddonfield. And then, I don't know, I read a few, a, 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 two months later or something that on the internet that it's been changed. The official title is now Halloween Resurrection, which I thought, A, was complete stupidity. But then I thought, oh, that makes my poster worth even more maybe, you mm-hmm. know. And it's somewhere in my basement still in its tube never framed it or anything because the movie it's connected Just like to cuz i've such never shit. seen that yeah it's it's the movie it's connected to with such shit and i don't you know you frame it and you hang it and then people ask oh what's halloween homecoming and you got to give them the whole explanation well that was the original title for Halloween Resurrection, which <laughs> is a complete waste of space so you know but but I thought you know Halloween Homecoming would have you know I, I doubt it would have changed the movie at all, but at least the title would have sounded better. Mm-hmm. But um, you know there's a there's a lot of questions surrounding the, the, this next movie, but you know what they're good questions, and it's it's nice as a fan, especially as especially as as big a fan as I am of, of Halloween and, and the franchise, even the shitty ones. Um, it's nice. To, to have questions surrounding a production, but they're all good questions. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, you're no longer thinking to yourself, you know, oh, God, how are they going to fuck this up this time? You know, now you're thinking to yourself, man, they got they got something good to build on. Boy, that's, I, yeah, I think wait. that's you know? the big
0: difference is this time I'm thinking, like I'm excited for Halloween kills and Halloween ends. You know, I'm not like, oh, God, yeah, I'll see it, just because, which is exactly how I would feel about a new Phantasm at this point, until they would have to, never going to happen. But I would feel the same about a new Friday the 13th. I would be like, I mean, I'll see it just because I have to. It depends.
1: It depends. Is the new Friday the 13th a sequel to the remake, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I thought the remake was fantastic. In, in, in my I'd opinion, have to watch it again. In the, my opinion, that remake is is uh, in the in, in the top five Friday the Thirteenth films. Maybe top four. Yeah,
0: you gotta but look at the, around you gotta look at the underground the
1: shit that you know that that came out of that franchise. Let's be honest. We all, you know, you're you're a horror fan, you're a Friday the Thirteenth fan, but let's be honest. Let's let's break it down.
0: I think one through seven. And then I pretty much stop. Jason I, goes... Eight is terrible. You go, Six you is go, my favorite. You
1: go three deeper than I go. I, I, I say one through four are, 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 are good. You don't like five? Anything after that is garbage. Even New though B. five King? isn't...
0: Even, even though it's no. technically not Mike or uh, no. Jason, but... No,
1: I I, I don't like... You know why I don't like it? Because it's, you know... Friday the 13th films... Are, are you know inherently they're kind of sleazy mm-hmm. that one was just over the top oh, dude, sleazy. so good that one was almost like we all showed up thinking we were making a porno and then somebody yeah. said <laughs> s- somebody threw a hockey mask in the middle of the orgy and said oh no it's actually a Friday the 13th movie oh we better stop you know um I mean I like it mm-hmm. but I don't like it
0: you know what I mean so yeah, I go for, one through seven. Yeah. Eight is crap, and I don't nah. like
1: I don't like the Tom Matthews one because it's just oh. it's just played for shtick. It's just it's just there's nothing. It's just a comedy, and and you know I don't want to watch Friday. The, it when I laugh at a Friday the Thirteenth movie, I want the comedy to come right before somebody gets a meat cleaver in the face. <laughs> you know I I I, I don't want. I don't want the violence and the horror to be an afterthought to the comedy, and that's what I kind of got from from Six was, you know, we're, we're more worried about making you laugh and kind of winking at you than we are making you scared to walk into your house when you get home from the theater. I think, that, the was, I think that was
0: I think that was Helen gone at that you know? point because I think it was just
1: no because I think I think. You still had a little bit of that in Halloween or Halloween. geez. you still had a little bit of that in Friday the Thirteenth Five. I think there was still and, I, was and I and you had a you had a hell of stuff. a lot of that in four.
0: No, in four you did. You know? I think four really ended that feel. Five, five was just in, in, corny. In five, you but st- I love
1: it. Here's the thing: you watch Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, and then you're and you, you immediately get in your car to go camping. It's gonna be in the back of your mind. you're gonna you're still gonna be a little freaked out about sleeping in a tent in the middle of the woods after mm-hmm. watching Friday part five. But after watching Friday part six and you get in your car to go camping, it's not even an afterthought. It's you know there, there's no at least for me personally, there, there's no part of me that's gonna wander into the woods with the tent over my shoulder, thinking about Halloween you know thinking about Friday the 13th six is screwing with my head, man. Because because it's just funny to me. First of all, you got Jason in a cabin with all these kids. He's looking down at the one kid, you know, as close to her as I am to you right now, closer even. You've told us all up to this point that he's nothing but a great white shark on land. So So he just stares at this kid, tucks her in, Pats her head and walks out. Yeah, but... He would have annihilated her.
0: I think that the... He would have annihilated everyone in there. That's because that... Like I said, four ends it for me. Um, In Halloween... Oh, Jesus. But six is is like...
1: In Friday...
0: Five... five, Well, first of all, five isn't Jason. And there's a lot of kind of cheesy, campy stuff in that.
1: But here's the thing. Six
0: is great. You know why six is great? Because when I was growing up as a kid... I remember seeing the video, Alice Cooper. Yeah, he's bad. the man behind Yeah, the and man. the video, awesome, the days of MTV and, and seeing, and I was like, I have to see that. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Seven was horrible. Jason Goes to Hell is one of the, it's so bad. Yeah. I it's can't a, it's, even.
1: It's an abomination. <laughs>
0: Jason X is crap. But I think with, so I, I don't, and I never got the feeling with, The Friday the 13th reboot That I got with Halloween 2018
1: Well no I mean come on We're Because you know
0: why Because with Halloween 2018 They Took the original As we said before The original idea of Michael And just brought it into 2018 The Friday the 13th reboot With the tunnels underground And that's how he can show up Pop up anywhere is one of it was one of the dumbest things.
1: Well, here's an idea, and, and, and maybe this is a maybe we should save this for another episode. I'll just throw this out here, and then and then we'll we'll let it percolate, you know, like like a good pot of coffee, and <laughs> and we'll we'll follow this up with a future episode. Let's take the Halloween 2018 model and apply it to Friday the 13th. Let's say we want a retcon the entire series. What films do you keep? And your New Friday is a direct sequel to to, to that and everything after no longer exists.
0: I think we should do a whole episode on it.
1: I agree. I'm just saying this is food for thought for the both of us and for our dear listeners. Apply the Halloween 2018 model to the Friday the thirteenth franchise. Where do you stop? You retcon from there. My new Friday is a direct sequel to this, and everything after that is wiped clean. There you go. That's that's our homework assignment. No, and I'm that dying. might be dare I say it, I think we just came up with our next episode.
0: No, we should. Absolutely. There you go. I think there's a lot of material to work with. Something
1: to feed on, people. We just gave it to you on a silver platter. <laughs> because you know what? I mean, there's obvious answers there, but I think this is something that we should do. we should really think we should think about. Mm-hmm. You know, so
0: well, th- There's it the next well episode. For Halloween. So there's the what next episode. I would say let's let's do what franchise would that work with? We can do Friday the Thirteenth. We can do Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. We can do Phantasm. No, that's a great idea. What, what could benefit, what franchise could benefit from something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that that... Going into uh, or getting back to the Halloween Kills released October... Of this year, or of 2020,
1: Halloween Kills is, will be in theaters uh, October 16th, 2020,
0: and I'm sure this will not be the last time. Oh God, no! That you talk about it, and, ha-
1: <laughs> and Halloween, and Halloween ends is coming October 15th of 2021. 2021. So for the next, we we got a lot of a lot of Halloween to to, to chew on. What I'd like to do, um, and this is this is obviously. You know, close to a year in the future, Um, I'd 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 like to do an episode after Halloween Kills comes out. We go see the movie, Mm -hmm. and we immediately, while it's still fresh in our heads, Mm -hmm. we immediately come back, fire up the old podcast machine, and do an episode about about Halloween Kills immediately after we see it. Well, while it's still
0: fresh, and we we need to do that. Before we see Kills, though, we need to sit down and watch 1, then 2018, 2018. then we'll go see
1: Kills. Well, what we should do is we should take that day off work. Yes, that's how important Halloween is to me, that I will take a day off work. (laughs) Well, we should take that day off work and grab some food Mm -hmm. and then just watch 78, 2018. Yeah. Get in the car, go to the theater, see Kills mm-hmm. immediately come back, fire up the podcast machine, and do 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 the Halloween Kills episode no, while it's sounds... all fresh and you know ready, yeah. and right there on the tips of our tongues. Not even say a word when the movie's over. Just look at each other, nod, maybe a handshake, maybe a hug. <laughs> <laughs> we get in the car. We don't say a word until the mics are open and just the first thoughts out of our mouth are, are what we think in the film. That's what I think we should do. And well, so it's a long time in the future, but that's, I think, nothing nothing wrong with laying groundwork now.
0: No, that's fine. And I think that for... Uh...
1: And and obviously we'll do an episode when the trailer comes out. Yes, I'm going to watch it. How am I not going to? We'll but give we updates do, on that. Right, we should do an episode when the trailer comes out, what we, you know, maybe what we think of, you know. What we should do is we should actually have the trailer going While we do the episode, and we can actually talk about what we're watching Mm -hmm. as it, you know, as we're watching it, that would be a good idea. You know, son of a (laughs) son of a bitch. (laughs) When the trailer drops, we need to fight every impulse because it'll probably drop on a Friday.
0: We should we should watch it while we're we should fight every
1: impulse to watch it when it drops. It'll probably drop around noon, like Halloween twenty eighteen did. Fight every impulse to watch it until we get together that evening do an episode that evening of the podcast watch it for the first time together on open mic so we can watch it in silence for the first time then watch it again talk about it and that could be you know we're mapping this out right right now to all of you you're you're a part of this people you're 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 you're, you're listening to great minds work this is <laughs> this is how the magic happens
0: I think that for a, a, a second proper episode, um, that was it was good. It, it got me excited. Hope I got other people excited for Halloween kills. Right, right. Well, listen,
1: I mean, I, I get up in the morning excited about yes, Halloween kills. i going to so. say, there's no <laughs> exciting. I've been I've been excited about Halloween every day since the news broke in 2016 that that John Carpenter was was back in the fold. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was before we had, you know, all we had was Jason Bloom and, and John Carpenter attached, and my excitement levels were, were through the roof, and they've stayed through the roof every day since. It's, it's, it's a really good time to be a Halloween fan. If you are one, you should really be happy right now and, and kind of enjoy this because, you know, we went through a very, very long period where there wasn't a whole hell of a lot to be excited about. And now there is, so it's it's a good thing. It's yeah. a good thing for horror. You know, I mean, I, I, I went in my Dr. Sleep rant to start this uh, episode. And, you know, I said some things about, you know, you don't go see that movie. You don't patronize these films. Then, you know, they're going to stop making them. And oh, we're going to be fed, spoon-fed this this crap that they've been putting out. I didn't, you know, the Halloween sequels, the newer, the new ones... They don't fall into that, because to me, I consider what they did with 2018 an intelligent, smart, scary film, and um, and not just this run-of-the-mill remake, PG-13 garbage. Yes, it was a sequel. Yes, it was the you know 15th sequel or whatever, or 15th Halloween movie, although it, it kind of got rid of all that stuff in the middle, as we've said countless times. But it was still a smart, intelligent, good movie. And you went and you saw that one. And it made a lot of money. That's why we're getting more. I, I just wish people would would have taken that same idea, apply that logic to a film like Dr. Sleep, that you apply because this one says it's Halloween. That's all.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I think... Uh... We get a lot, especially for the next uh, horror episode. I think that's a good, uh,
1: good segue se- to yeah, another segue announcement.
0: That. We will have... Uh, we're going to be doing these bi-weekly. And each time we get together to do these, we're going to try to do two episodes in one night. One being horror, another one being focused on music. Now, I also do uh, no, uh, narcast uh with uh you know my brother Joe um
1: and that's a good one give that a listen as well
0: yeah and so we've been doing that a, lo- a little longer than this um however i know that Jay, we can only be do- you know we can only do these bi weekly we're older we have kids not to say Joe doesn't cuz he does he has a son yeah but we um, you know
1: we have we have jobs and kids and responsibilities and and um, it's, know, it's so, basically,
0: and so does Joe. The thing is, yes. it's harder for us. I think um, we have
1: more kids. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I used to. You know, when I had one kid, I, I thought, "Oh yeah, I'm a parent." And now I have three kids, and I've had three kids for. Well, my youngest is twelve, and I've I've come to the realization that if you have one kid, you're not really a parent. You don't even know what it's like. So stick that up your ass. Have more kids, then you'll see what I'm talking about. But <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I did not mean it to demean one 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 child like, parents wow, out there, single
0: but, single parents out but, there. But this is be... but this
1: is on no, not single parents. Not I'm talking. I mean, about I mean, a child one child. Yeah, come on, it's not really. You know, you put the kid to bed. It's like it's not even there. You know, you you, you got more than one kid. You got three kids. You put one to bed. You got two others crawling up the freaking walls. <laughs> come on, people, what are we talking about here? We can do a whole podcast on that. <laughs> but uh, but we're we're gonna do a music thing, and um, it's not gonna be, you know, this is it. It won't be Narcast Part Two because we don't, you know, why would you want to do that?
0: Um, yeah, there's a whole dynamic between right. Joe and I that we do on Narcast, and it's it's a lot also more... Joe and I listen to different things. I think that I'm kind of a bridge between you and Joe, in that I listen to a lot of death metal and black metal. You do not. I do not. But there's a lot of things that we listen to. We may do uh, a, an episode on Social D. We're going to do an oh. episode on... I you would, I you would, heard
1: my love tonight for Halloween. You can amp that up and you'll get the same amount of love for uh, my love for Social Distortion. And
0: I, and I know our friend Randy is probably going to be excited about oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not only with Halloween, but also with Social D. Narcan- but I would never expect Joe... To do an episode on social D, no, you know what I mean. No. Um, I would never expect him to do an episode on anthrax or no. what I found out recently was that he also hates social, uh, not social, uh, suicidal tendencies.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I, so we'll have I, I, to do. I, I
1: question my friendship with him every day. I really but don't. we'll have to do something <laughs> on that as well. You know what? Here, here, here's the thing. Narcast is a great podcast. I've been a guest on it a couple of times. Yes, uh, on some
0: of our best episodes. Episodes
1: on on bands that I that I love, you know, Kiss, Kiss and Danzig. And Danzig. I, I missed the King Diamond episode, and I'm, I'm forever regretful about that. Maybe we'll do one in our our podcast. the The main difference is, is this: Narcast is a great a great podcast, but and it, and it's it's like a history lesson. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like an encyclopedia. Of that particular topic is being opened up and, and you're, you know, you're basking in that and the knowledge of that and you're learning a lot and that's great. And I think for, for, for Kip and I, what, what we're going to do is a lot of like what we did tonight with Halloween or what we're going to do when the movie side, it's just, it's two guys talking mm-hmm. You know, we're we're gonna throw facts in there when we know them, um, but for a lot of it, it's just gonna be talking from a fan's point of view and, and why we love it and why it excites us and and, 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 and when we got into it and, mm-hmm. and how it's moved us and and changed us and there's a dynamic with Kip and I and and uh we've been friends for a really long time brothers for a really long time and we've been fans of these things that we're going to talk about for even longer mm-hmm. so you know that's how cliff that, or that's how kip and i met i looked out a window of a record store and i saw a car in the parking lot with a a Danzig sticker, a social distortion sticker, and a KISS sticker. And I just pointed at the car and said, I don't know who drives that car, but he's my new best friend. <laughs> and this 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 young stud saddled up next to me and said, well, that's my car. And I turned around, we looked into each other's eyes, and it's been the world's greatest bromance ever since. <laughs> so that's what you're going to get from these podcasts. <laughs>
0: yeah, so I mean, that's going to be coming next week, even though so even though we're doing these bi-weekly we'll have something out every week. Yeah, you're going to so. get
1: you're going to get movies and uh, you know, horror type stuff and uh, also
0: uh eventually we're going to be doing some video
1: Oh, yeah, that's a that's another you know, look at this guy on the ball. See 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 kids, this is why I hang on with this guy. <laughs> um yes, we are going to we're in the in the future, the very near future, we're going to we're going to start a YouTube channel where we're going to do uh Hopefully once a week or, or even a couple of times a week, whenever we can, we're going to, we'll just put out, you know, 20 to 25 minute videos, sometimes maybe less, sometimes maybe more, where we're going to quickly cover uh, more current events, news that may have broke throughout the week that we're really excited about, whether it be music or movies, but um, and so you'll get to see our, our handsome faces and, and, you know, see, you know, get get a look at us. And so that's going to be fun. So be looking for that. We'll obviously announce it when we're ready to go. So we're real excited about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, thanks for uh, tuning into this. And uh...
1: Sorry it's been so long, guys. That was on me. Kip kip has been on me ever since we decided <laughs> we wanted to do this. And we did two, uh, kind of an introductory one, which I don't even know if, it, if, if either of them are available anymore. If they are, listen to them. They're a lot we'll of fun. put them up. Yeah, we'll put them back up. Yeah. Um, but it was all on me things going on nothing bad but just things that you know i was taking care of almost every 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 weekend and i couldn't couldn't get over to do well this. i mean your
0: wife had you know campaigning going on yeah, my wife my,
1: my wife my wife has a, has a great job but but part of that job is um every few years she has to uh uh campaign and she's a campaign manager and she does a great job at it, but it's yeah. it's hard, hard work. She puts in her eight hours a day during a campaign, then she you know most of the time she doesn't even come home. She's right on the campaign trail, functions canvassing um and so when that's going on, I'm kind of Mr. Mom, you know, yeah. you know I go to work, I get home, and then I make dinner, and I do all this great all this stuff that she can't do at the time um well, the campaign's over, we won woohoo. Um, but uh, campaign's over, so now we're both able to stay at home and and pull our domestic weight, which frees me up to do more things like this. So I couldn't be I couldn't be happier and uh, moving forward, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> so uh, tune in. Uh, we're gonna get this one up uh, this weekend. Uh, well, because of the holiday here, I'll probably get it up tomorrow. Yeah, happy and then, Thanksgiving, everybody. Absolutely. And then check us out next week. For uh, the music episode I think we're just going to talk more about Air Supply Air su- oh,
1: Did I say that out loud? <laughs> uh,
0: more uh, About the beginnings of metal Things like that um, But yeah check us out And uh, thanks for joining us
1: Peace